This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Ontario is cutting back on the gathering limits. Yeah. Down significantly. We were moving in the right direction, but yesterday afternoon at Queen's Park, Premier Doug Ford had to um, had to say that we we just can't have nice things <laughs> for Ottawa, Peel, and Toronto. Uh, you are now no longer uh, allowed to have large gatherings. Ten person limit on indoor gatherings. It was up to fifty. Twenty five person limit on outdoor gatherings. It was a hundred. Now you're only allowed twenty five. And a minimum fine of $10,000 for organizers of large gatherings. So Doug Ford said that he was going to make some really strict punishments for people who didn't follow the guidelines. (laughs) Imagine getting charged $10,000 for hosting a party. I was supposed to go to a wedding in Toronto on Friday. Got the call yesterday that it was canceled. Canceled or just scaled back? Uh, We were were cut for sure. You got cut from the list. (laughs) That's tough. It's tough enough inviting people, picking who you're gonna you're gonna invite to the wedding, in the best of times. But when you've already invited someone and then you have to call them back and say, "Yeah, I was allowed a hundred people, and now I'm only allowed twenty five, and I just don't like you enough." <laughs> it was my uh, girlfriend's college friend, so me, I did not care at all. Oh, it was sweet relief thank for me. You. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is she rattled? Yeah, she hasn't seen him in a while, so she she was bummed. Would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, Igor, my um, my father in law, is supposed to go to a big Ukrainian birthday party this weekend, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's in Peel or Toronto or if they're going to be able to have that still. But I'm sure tons of people got that news yesterday, <laughs> and it seriously affected their weekend plans. You got the University of Western Ontario facing an outbreak as well. 28 cases, positive cases at Western right now. Mm-hmm. Got our hands on an email that was sent out to students from Alan Shepard, the president and vice chancellor of the university. I'm writing you with a few simple requests. Avoid large gatherings. Don't attend or host house parties. Limit social activity to your roommate and significant others. Practice proper physical distancing, wear a mask indoors, and even outdoors when you're close to each other. And for the love of God, please stay home if you're sick. He didn't write for the love of God. <laughs> I, I added that in there. Yeah, guys, we, we, we knew this was going to happen. These were the rules. And you're not following them. Now there's an outbreak, and I see some people saying, oh, it's only 28 people. Well, last week it wasn't 28 people. This is how the virus works. You know, it's 28 this week, and that doubles next week, and then it doubles the week after that, and so on, and so on, and so on. <laughs> next thing you know, we're in a real bad situation. So hopefully um, uh, people are getting the message here that COVID's still around, and we got to take it seriously. As sick as I am uh, of, of talking about it, as sick as you are of hearing about it, it's still a thing, and erring on the side of caution is probably the best bet at this point. Mm-hmm. You need punishments, man. If you want people to listen, I like that $10,000 thing. Did you see what they're doing in Indonesia, Jim? No. The mask deniers, people who refuse to wear masks, they're making them dig graves for people who die of COVID. That is messed up. 
So if you don't wear a mask, they say, okay, here's a shovel. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. That's just, wild. Just the physical labor aspect of it would yeah. be a deterrent enough for me. If it was just dig a hole and then fill it in again for no reason. Right. If it, was, if it was planting trees, I'd still be like, I'll wear the mask. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll put wow. it on. <laughs> how, how angry are the grave diggers that they're losing their jobs? <laughs> Stomping on their turf. Hopefully the grave diggers get to sit in a lawn chair <laughs> drinking a cold one. I yeah. doubt it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's mm. the kind of punishments we need over here, huh? That's crazy. Uh, we've got a text message here. Hey, Taz and Jim, who's to say that the virus, that that these Western students got the virus when they came to London? These are people from all over the place. They very easily could have had it before they came here. I responded, sure, but it's here now. Do you want them to spread it around? No, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm just saying that blaming the current numbers on one weekend of partying is BS. The virus takes so long to even begin showing symptoms. I agree with mask wearing and all that. I just feel like the info being put out isn't correct. I agree with you there. I, I guarantee the info isn't correct. <laughs> I think the cases are much higher then we realize, uh, Jim, you don't live far from a testing center, right? And you say the, the lineups just to get tested are insane. Yeah, yesterday was the first day that there wasn't uh, a lineup uh, around the blocks for, for three days in a row. There was uh, all day long a, a backup of like 80 cars. Right. And they were sending out messages saying, don't even bother coming because we're at capacity. We're not going to get to everybody in the line to test them for COVID. Two and a half hour wait. The one across town was three and a half hour wait, apparently. Yikes. Sucks. Yeah, I don't know where it started, but would it just be a coincidence that all the Westerns, that all the people that got it were from Western? You know, like, and they were all at the same party? Wasn't that how it worked? I don't think they were all at the same party, oh. but... But there was 28 Western students specifically. There's, there's been videos that have gone uh, viral across the, the globe from London, Ontario, with the University of Western students partying and having gatherings outdoors. They're not following the directions. <laughs> and some people are saying, well, why are they even coming back to school when all their classes are on online? Shouldn't they be at home? staying safe and focusing on their studies it's because their parents don't want them there (laughs) (laughs) sick of them yeah and you want to go away to school and if if they didn't let the western students come back or the mcmaster students come back then imagine the landlords how angry they'd be they're now having to shell out their own money instead of uh, being able to get the income from the rent and you you can't stop somebody from moving anywhere so you know what are you going to do yeah, I know. I, I agree. I, I, it's, it's a very complicated thing, and I'm sure that we don't have completely the accurate information, but um, they're doing their best. They're trying, and you know me, I'd, I'd rather be safe than sorry. I just want it to be whatever it takes to get this done with. Like this is this was supposed to be a two week flat in the curve. That I just want it to be over. So whatever the hell it takes, this it's is, so annoying. It's the longest two weeks of my life. It's just, God, I, I don't know what. Is there going to be a point where it just doesn't? We're just going to have to live with this for the rest of our life. Like we can't take stay I locked down. Not. It's going to be like the flu. I think we're just going to have to go forward and. If keep you get living. through, if you get through, you get through. Yeah. Fingers crossed for that vaccine, man. I'll be first in line to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I'll get it, 
But first, all of our politicians need to get it, and then I'll get it. Yeah. Don't rush. Don't rush it for me. But if not you guys like Russia, on... where they just give the politicians <laughs> just give the vaccine to their daughters. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll give it to my kids first and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You got to take it, Trudeau. And then I'm in. Then I'm in. <laughs> It's Friday, September 18th, 2020, Taz and Jim, and today is National Cheeseburger Day. Nice. Yeah, I, I love a good cheeseburger, Jim, you? Love it. One of my faves. Do I look like a guy who loves a big, uh, big juicy cheeseburger? Yeah, you look like uh, <laughs> the Ontario version of Randy from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Come on. Cheeseburger locker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I uh, I used to look like Jughead. <laughs> Skinny and tall. Skinny and tall, could eat as many cheeseburgers as I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Never gained any weight, but be <laughs> careful. Once you hit a certain age, those cheeseburgers, they start catching up with you. Those malts go right to your hips. Yeah, I love a good cheeseburger. I think that's what we're going to have for dinner tonight. Can you Can you think of the best cheeseburger you've ever had? Oh, um, best, I don't know. I've had, I've had a lot of good like pub pub cheeseburgers, but as far as like fast food burger, I love a good Harvey's cheese cheese and bacon burger. Do you go Angus or, or no, original? original? Okay, I like a nice Angus. Yeah, it's worth the upgrade for me. <laughs> I'm cheap. Although I drove past Harvey's yesterday and I saw two originals or six bucks or something like that, and it, it, you go for the two instead of the one Angus, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> a cheeseburger. They they say the legend of the cheeseburger is that it was invented accidentally in Pasadena, California, back in 1924. Hmm. Rumor is that a guy named Lionel Sternberger no was working at his dad's hamburger stand just outside of Los Angeles when he burnt one side of a hamburger but didn't want to throw it in the garbage, still wanted to serve it to a customer, so he tried to hide it with some cheese. And the dude who got it was like, oh my God, this is revolutionary. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the easiest invention ever. Like, isn't it obvious? Somebody had to be the first to do it. I guess so. You're just used to it. You weren't around in 1924. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's meat like it's the three most common ingredients, bread, meat and cheese. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess I just didn't jealous. think of it until Lionel. I guess so. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of cheese on a burg? Ched. Yeah. Yeah. I like cheddar. Uh that is the uh the number one cheese that people enjoy. Swiss. Not bad. Is near the top of the list. Where should the cheese go on the burger? You remember the scandal a couple, uh, couple of years ago where the hamburger emoji had the cheese underneath the patty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone started freaking out, so Google had to apologize and <laughs> change the, the, the emoji for hamburger to have the cheese on top of the patty? Yeah, but I mean, what an oversight by their graphic design team. I mean, it's that's ridiculous. Go on top, it's right? got to melt over top of the, of the patty. Another interesting... Uh, cheeseburger fact here i know just before this pandemic broke out the week before the pandemic broke out jim and i and and some uh, y108 listeners and fm96 listeners we were all spending a week down at margaritaville beach resort in hollywood florida jimmy buffett has his favorite famous song cheeseburger in paradise Mm -hmm. and uh 
he says it's inspired by um, getting stuck on his boat for days and days in the Caribbean. He was forced to eat cans of food and peanut butter, and the second he made it to land, he went beelined right to a restaurant and ordered a cheeseburger, and it was the best cheeseburger he's ever had in his life. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, so apparently that's true. Wow. Cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> Happy National Cheeseburger Day. This is a funny story, Jim. The one you just sent me about the uh, fifth grader in Florida. Yeah, he's funny. His dad is just as funny. This is, <laughs> you know, you know when you're a kid and you wear a, um, you know, a beer shirt to school, uh, and your and your teachers would get mad at you and make you turn it inside out. Yeah, your your dad got a free Coors Light shirt and a two four, and he passes the shirt down to you. Yeah. You wear it to school and your teachers are like, this isn't right. Yeah. And you go, what? I'm not drinking the beer. I'm just, it's just a shirt. I'm just (laughs) advertising it to all these minors. Uh, Well, welcome to 2020. Now it's face masks that are controversial. A fifth grade student was told to remove his Hooters face mask in class. He's been wearing it since school started a couple weeks ago, but finally the principal had enough, told the 11-year-old kid to stop wearing this uh, Hooters mask. It's pretty simple. It's just an orange mask, and it just has the Hooters name a bunch of times over it. There wasn't a picture of, of Hooters girls or anything like no, that on there? No, no short shorts or anything like that. The principal said it was inappropriate because it expresses a woman's body. And uh, the dad, I don't know if this is a single dad because we haven't heard from the mom, but the, the dad is the one stepping in talking to the media. And he said uh, he, he hasn't thought that there's anything wrong with the mask, nor does he think there's anything wrong with the restaurant. He's, he told me it was, uh, he, so he, he called the school's principal, and this is a quote from the father. He told me it was deemed offensive. I told him we go there as a family. We eat their wings. We watch sports. I said we have chocolate cake. We go there all the time. It is not an offensive mask. <laughs> They do have great wings. We do like the chicken wings. They do have the best chicken wings. <laughs> and he says he plans to take his son back to Hooters. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a single dad move, doesn't it? <laughs> Must be. Hold on. Where did your dad take you for lunch this weekend? <laughs> oh, God, Steven. Steven, I told you not to take him to Hooters. The wings! It's the wings! The wings are so good. It's not the breasts, it's the wings. I didn't even notice. Oh, it's only female waitresses? I never noticed. (laughs) The dad plays dumb. Oh, Hooters also means boobs? I didn't realize. I thought it was open late. Uh, their their mascot's an owl. They really <laughs> fooled me. Is it is Hooters still that bad? I mean, half the restaurants you go to, people are wearing skirts and stuff and tight shirts, and it's not really that different than Hooters, is it? I agree. Yeah, a lot of restaurants have, uh, you know, scantily clad people working there. But it's not their selling point, like Hooters, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant's not called Knockers or <laughs> Gazongas. Yeah, booties. <laughs> it just says Hooters across a kid's <laughs> face. I kind of understand where the teacher's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Here, I just found this. I, I One of my cousins uh, works in a school as a teacher out west, and I knew that uh, something similar had happened to him last week. <laughs> I gotta send you this picture. It's so funny. He says, first grader at my school, so funny. It's not appropriate at all, but so funny. And the kid is wearing a shirt that says, drink up bitches. (laughs) What? With a uh, shamrock on it. 
How? Maybe uh, maybe his parents don't speak English that yes, well? Yes, that's what it is. Oh, my God. Because in the comments section, someone's like, what were the parents thinking? Uh, they're new to Canada, and they didn't realize that drink up biatches is not <laughs> something that your first grader should be wearing on their shirt. Just thought it was a nice Irish Canadian shirt. Would go nice with a Hooters mask, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> We want to give a kudos to a bona fide hero. If you're new to the Taz and Jim show, when someone does something great, we give them a kudos. Kudos. Something not so great, they get a pudos. Kudos. But this is the this is what kudos are all about. This guy is awesome, Jim. High drama on Highway 8. That's what the, the headline was, which is great because it totally fits the story. Uh, Highway 8 goes from Goderich to Mitchell, or Goderich to Stratford, up to Kitchener. And uh, somewhere in, uh, between Goderich and Seaforth, uh, people called the police because there was a uh, transport truck, trailer and everything, going very slow on the highway and swerving uh, around both lanes. People couldn't really pass. Uh, something was going something on. Something was going on. Something weird. People Hold are. Hold on. Scared. Before you continue with the story here, Jim, I noticed our, our good friend Mike Stubbs from Global News Radio um, mentioned that when he read this story, the Indiana Jones song was playing in his head. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get that going. Okay. So the truck is swerving. Yes. Down Highway Eight. Everyone's concerned. They call the police. What happens next? Police show up. Multiple OPP cruisers. They're trying to pull it over. They got the sirens going. They're pulling up next to it. They're like, pull your vehicle over. Uh, The truck would not stop. So much so that they went to the next level and said, we got to throw some spike strips down. So they went, threw some spike strips down, blew several tires on this truck. It still did not stop. It's driving on its rims very slowly still. But still moving on down the highway, and there's a convoy of police cars in front and behind it, trying to clear the way for this truck. Eventually, cop rolls down the window, sits on the door, pulls up next to the transport truck driver's side door, leaps from the window, lands. On the side of the gas tank, grabs onto the thing you grab on when you got to step up to the side of the transport truck. Uses Hangs on his for whip. dear life. Uses his whip. Uses his whip. Whips it around the front bumper. Falls beneath the truck. <laughs> is dragging. Crawls back underneath as sparks are flying off his steel-toed boots. That part may or may not have happened, but he opens <laughs> the door. Inside, the driver is not somebody trying to hurt somebody. He's not drunk. He's having some sort of medical issue. He's under medical distress, so uh, they're able to move him out of the way safely, slam on the brakes, crisis averted. Absolutely wild. Yeah, that's great. Kudos to that police officer for showing that bravery. I kind of have the feeling that the, the officer's all wanted to be that guy. They, yeah. They may have had to do paper, rock, scissors to decide who, who's the guy who gets to jump onto the truck. Because <laughs> if it was going 120 down the highway, right. less 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 volunteers as a tribute. That's when you get the rookie to do it. <laughs> it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Taz and Jim, phone it in Friday. Yeah, phone it in. one 833 and Jim. That's one 829 What do you want to talk about? Show's yours. Uh, that that Friday Rebecca Black song, I saw it, it turned eight years old this week, Jim. Oh, my God. 
You know what's funny? I think music has moved more in that direction, so it doesn't sound that bad anymore. <laughs> when it was released, it was the worst song. Now there's tons of songs that are way worse. <laughs> it's par for the course at this point. <laughs> she was a pioneer. <laughs> okay, let's go to the phones. It's Taz and Jim. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. What's going on? Oh, you know, round and round, living the dream, brother. <laughs> are we talking yet on the uh, radio or no? Yeah, everyone can hear yeah. you. What do you want to say? Oh, I just want to talk about street racing and drag racing. Okay. Are you pro or <laughs> against? Uh, I am for drag racing, drag racing only. And it is the most fun you can have with your clothes on, let me tell you. Drag racing at like a racing strip? Yes, at Sparta, for sure. What That's about on the roads? What's that? What about on the roads? No, sir. Yeah. Dangerous and people get hurt that don't have nothing to do with it and it's bull. It ain't right. If you want to race, boys, take her to the track. It's a lot of fun. Amen. That's a great uh, message. A out, give a shout out to my wife and thank her for letting me run our GT Mustang there a couple weeks a couple Fridays ago. <laughs> Get a heck of a lap, twelve sixty seven hundred and sixteen miles an hour. <laughs> pretty decent for a factory car. I was impressed, let me tell you. Well, what's your wife's name? You can't give her a shout-out and not say her name. Colleen. She's the one that you guys give diamonds to. She likes you guys. Queen Colleen. That's right. I remember (laughs) she won some diamonds from us. That's right. Okay. Well, that's a good message. Drag race only on the strip, not on the streets. Thanks for the call this morning. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) That guy's awesome. I love it too. My brother in high school, he's a mechanic. Shout out to JMS. He uh, had a Mustang as well that he would uh, f- he fixed up himself and would take it to the drag strip. It would be a ton of fun. Yeah. Don't do it on the streets though. No, no. Uh, Manny in the Y108 studios for us, uh, he, he had an incident earlier this week where somebody was trying to drag race him and he was worried he was going to die. He's worried he's going to lose. <laughs> well, he honked at them, and then memory couldn't see in the window, yeah. and he's like, "Who did I just honk at?" Yeah, I- I've never been challenged to a drag race, probably because I'm always driving pieces of crap. <laughs> if you have a nice car, you're more likely to get challenged. Mm-hmm. Rev the engine. It's fun to rev the engine at the light when you really don't want a drag race, so the other guy just peels out like a moron. <laughs> yeah, you just sit there. You turn left. <laughs> Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Oops. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? Hello. How you doing? What's up? Hey, let's talk about Devin Peacock. Where's Devin Peacock? Devin Peacock. Did you not hear him do football picks on the air this week? No. Yeah, he was. he's on the air. He's been working since the uh, pandemic. Uh, if you're new to the show, Devin Peacock had uh, our sports segment. He did our sports segment every morning. And it, when the pandemic started, they needed him to help out at Global News Radio down the hall. So he's been there working hard doing that. And we've been trying to steal him back, but it hasn't happened yet. We need him back, man. Yeah. Yeah. We miss him too. And we, we've been asking almost every couple of weeks, but it's just an odd time. So he will be back. Just when is the question? Right on. Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I still have, we went to Florida just before the pandemic and we went to this place. It was called Flamingo Gardens. Remember we went mm-hmm. to the Flamingo Gardens, Jim? Mm-hmm. It was like a bird sanctuary and they had tons of peacocks there. And in the gift shop, they they had some peacock related merchandise and we got him a pretty nice gift that we still haven't given him yet. Oh yeah. We've talked to Devin multiple times since then. 
but we haven't seen him in person, so we haven't been able to give him that special peacock gift. <laughs> Boy, he's going to love it. Though. Oh. Or maybe there's too much hype now. You know, he's been, <laughs> he's been waiting so long, he's expecting something really sweet. It's a mug with a peacock on it, all right? Don't tell him. It's a peacock mug. I bet you if you go into his mom's house, there's just, like, peacocks everywhere. You know, like, some you moms love a certain animal, elephants or ducks or something. Your last name's Peacock. Yeah. You got to own some peacock stuff. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? This is Jeeba, the ganja granny. Hold on. I need that again. Jeeba, the ganja granny. That's right. Jeeva, I'm so, so happy you called. What's going on? What's on your mind? I have a lot of things on my mind, but we will start with the kids going back to school. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. I do not think they should be back. I think it's way too soon. You feel that uh, it's going to spread the COVID around? We're going to have to oh, shut things absolutely. down again? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I went with my uh, with my two-year-old and my three-and-a-half-year-old. Sorry, I don't have a two-year-old. My one-year-old and my three-and-a-half-year-old to the playground. And my one-year-old was eating the wood chips <laughs> in the playground. And I just started thinking to myself, man, like, if if they're going to eat wood chips, we don't stand a chance against COVID. True story. True story. Well, I kept my kids home. I won't let them go back yet. And why do they call you the ganja granny, if I'm allowed to move the conversation that way? I smoke a lot of ganja, (laughs) and I'm a 40-year-old grandmother. Um, I'm going to have my second grandson, uh, or my first grandson, but my second grandchild um, born in February. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, with, uh, the kids around, is it, uh, is it tough to sneak away for a puff or how do you do it? Oh, no, no. I just go outside. Yeah. One yeah, hitter. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. I'm an all day smoker. What are you talking about? You roll your own. That's right. Oh, granny always rolled the best joints. Didn't she, <laughs> Jim? Right. Nimble That's fingers. Right. I, you know, if you need to know the address, I can, you know. Yeah. Well, one thing I'm not doing, if you're complaining about the kids going back to school, then you better not be sharing those joints with anybody. Oh, heck no. No, no. Yeah, you got to roll roll separate joints right now because of COVID, okay? Just with my lady. Just with my lady. Okay, I can hear your lady in the background. Hi, lady. Hi. I listen to you all the time. I love you guys. Thank Bye. you so much. Before you had your kids, I feel like family. So, And your Grayson is... Um, my grandson Grayson was born, um, November 28th. Two days before my Grayson. Yes. And he'll be, and he'll be four this November. Yeah. My Grayson's four this November. I know. I know. Oh, wow. And congratulations on your new little girl. Thank you so much. Yeah. To Jim on his new love and Bruce. Bruce is so cool. (laughs) Bruce the dog. (laughs) Thank you. You guys, you guys got it all. I feel like your family too. We're fans. Oh, <laughs> Granny here with the second caller. Yes, I was. And I got through. You told me you got your contestants, so we're going to be trying here. Ganja Granny. And That's what was that. your name? My name's Judy. <laughs> I was hoping for a cooler uh, sidekick name. Oh, well, <laughs> we, I, we actually call ourselves the Ganja Grannies because every morning... We have tea and cokes, and that's what we do. And listen to Taz and Jim. Ganja grannies. Wow. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you.
They must be from Mount Forest. Hi, happy, healthy, baby. <laughs> they definitely uh, were at least one of those. <laughs> I want to hang with them. Hanging with the ganja grannies. You know, the crazy thing is... That grandmother's three years younger than I am, Jim. Whoa, wild. <laughs> Reality check for mm-hmm. the old Tasman here. <laughs> Highlight on the old. I could be the, the ganja granddad. <laughs> hey, Biden, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some, sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. But rural, rural, rural report. There we go, bud. Yes, the pride of Mitchell, Ontario, Jim Kelly. Likes to keep track of what's going on in other small towns in the Taz and Jim listening area. And we've got some drama and a half going on in Mount Forest, Jim. What's happening? Oh, jeez. I haven't seen this much drama in a small town since my Aunt Beatrice didn't win the county fair pie contest. She deserved it. That pumpkin pie was delicious. Aunt B's got a nice pie. I got (laughs) I got to say a big how she going to the fine people of Mount Forest, Ontario. Taz, you ever been to Mount Forest before? Sure. That didn't sound confident. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, if you don't know where it is, it's, uh, it's just a little north of uh, Listowel, Ontario, the town that inspired the, the Letterkenny guys. Just a quaint little town. You know, it's a little elevated. That's why they call it Mount Forest. You kind of go up a hill. That's not the most notable thing about the town, though. The most notable thing is its town logo. When you drive in, on the sign it says, Welcome to Mount Forest. High, happy, healthy. Now, I, I have seen that sign before. Everybody has. People get out of their car and they take pictures in front of it because it's fun. It's, you know, obviously they mean high in elevation, but, you know, it's good fun. High, yeah. everybody's assuming you're a stoner. Smoking so people, will, Yeah, they'll bring a doobie out and they'll take a picture in front of it. High, happy, and healthy. And That's then, the town slogan. Yeah, and then, you, you know, that'll end up on the chive or something. You know, it'll go viral because it's a funny town name. And, you know, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but the, 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 the locals love it. Well... Unbeknownst to any of the townsfolk, the city council, or town council, whatever you want to call it, decided they were going to change the logo, put up a new sign. They put up a new sign out of nowhere. Guess what the new logo is? Slogan, I should say. The new slogan. uh... Simply Explore. First off, it's bad taste to call it a small town simple. We know that. And nobody's going to Mount Forest to explore. The only thing you're exploring in Mount Forest is the Timmy's drive through on the way up to Blue Mountain. Or the so, sign that said you're high, happy, and healthy. That's that it. Was, that was the big tourist attraction. That's it. Like, talk about an uninspiring thing. Now you're no better than any other small town, like Harriston. You ever been to Harriston, Taz? Sure. P- probably not. Nobody goes there. Okay. <laughs> And now that weed's legal, you decide to change it, you should be embracing this. So I'm not the only one upset. Obviously, the townsfolk are upset. The Mount Forest Facebook page had to be locked down in the comment section because everybody's getting in fights over it. Uh, People are angry. And then lo and behold, about 48 hours after this new sign goes up, you know, it's designed relatively well. It's nice. It's new. There's a water tower. You know, a big water tower that says the, the height and elevation the town has. 48 hours after they put it up. Some somebody who I'm assuming was either happy, healthy, or high went over there with black spray paint, and they spray painted over the new slogan and put back "high, happy, healthy," and they also happened to put testicles in the bottom of the water tower. <laughs> 
It's not funny. It's that's, not funny. That's, that's, that sign wasn't cheap. No, that's no. That's taxpayer money that just got defaced. And how many times do we have to have this conversation? If you want something changed, let's vote on it. Let's have a conversation before we start, you know, tearing things down, graffitiing things, whatever it is. Yeah. I get, l- Listen, if you don't want to call it high, happy, healthy, can we come up with something else cool? What about happy, healthy, hammered? That's good for Mount Forest. <laughs> kind of reflects the people. And there's a lot of, you know, fields out there. You know, uh, a lot of farmers. What about corny and horny? Yeah, I'd get out of my car for a picture of that sign. Exactly. Simply explore? <laughs> Go away. High, happy, and healthy. Used to be the slogan on the sign when you drove into Mount Forest. The town council decided to change it. A lot of local residents aren't happy about that, so somebody spray-painted over the new slogan with the old slogan, high, happy, and healthy. <laughs> But then, you know, you're trying to make the point. You're trying to, to do something that you think is, is right. Stand by your principles. Do you need to draw the testicles on the water tower? <laughs> yeah, it kind of ruins your point. That is where you lose all credibility. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or what if you, like, made a nice version of, you know, just like you painted something nice on a piece of wood and then nailed it over top of Simply Explore. Instead so it said of high, yeah. spray painting? Yeah, I don't know. Make it look a little more professional? But but for real, though, Simply Explore, I'm sorry for whoever came up with that, but that's terrible. It's boring. Yeah. doesn't stand out. Nobody's going to notice that. It doesn't reflect the town at all either. It, fl- it reflects nothing. High, happy, and healthy. We appreciate the, the heads up. Uh, one of our uh, Twitter followers, Just Sharp, sent us... All the details on that Mount Forest story. He's living there. He's like, whoa, things are getting crazy here. <laughs> I love how important this is to people. He sent he sent the new sign to us. He's like, just so you know, everyone's upset about this. And then the next day, somebody spray painted the sign. Maybe he's the guy who spray painted it. Mm. And to cover his tracks, he's sending us the pictures like, oh, isn't this terrible, guy? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> They'll never suspect it's me. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. Thanks, Taz and Jim. Love the show. Your podcast is a great way to listen to the show. If people miss it in the morning, my truck radio pick up, picks up your signal, but the job site radio doesn't always have the power. So I love the podcast as well. This guy's doing a great job selling our show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Just Sharp. We're glad to hear that you are still high, happy, and healthy. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.